0: one of the promises was i will grant peace to their families and we can consider how how little peace they had in going fleeing down to egypt and uh, and being you know uh, and then come having to come all the way back and, the, the, and and being in this foreign land the lack of peace and this all the sufferings that she had to endure for this for us what she went for us she wins us peace in our families uh, the, uh, i will enl- be they will be enlightened about the divine mysteries she suffered from the, from uh from the very beginning every time that she placed our lord down in the uh, crib you know or in the you know wherever you know wrapping him with uh, with uh, uh, and uh she was thinking of the her, him being wrapped in, the, in a tomb you know because she knew all these things she she had read all the prophecies about him and she knew Clearly, what they spoke of. Um, so she, but she promises us that we will be enlightened about the divine mysteries. So this is a relation with the prophecy of Simeon. I will console them in their pains, and I will accompany them in their work. She will console them in their pains. Here, our, our Lord dies on the cross. She wishes to console our Lord, but she can't. You know, yeah. he's uh, and we're going we're gonna, That's the that's the sorrow we're gonna contemplate on. Um, and uh, and I will accompany them in their work. So the work that they have to do, you know, she'll she'll be there. Uh, then I will give them as much as they ask for, as long as it does not oppose the adorable will of my divine Son or the sanctification of their souls. She lost the only thing that she really cared about, her son, in the uh, for those three days, um, and she, so she promises because because of this great loss for her, and this suffering that she endured, she she wins for us the uh, uh, the. That, that, uh, we will get, I will give them as much as they ask for as long as it does not oppose the adorable will of my divine Son. And then the meeting of Christ on Calvary. I will defend them in their spiritual battles with the infernal enemy and I will protect them at the very instant of their life. So in their, uh, th- their spiritual battles as we're going on, you know, because she um, was there and she encouraged our Lord. She's also one for us this grace. I'm of course, by caveat. I think you know. Okay, so I will. Uh, I will visibly help them at the moment of their death, and they will see the face of their mother. Okay, our Lord was covered with blood and sweat. He could not see Our Lady. He couldn't wipe his eyes, and so Our Lady, uh, and uh, Our Lady promises that at the moment of our death. That, uh, that we will see the face of our mother. The suffering she endured here, mm-hmm. she wins for us this grace. And then finally, the uh, the burial. I have obtained this grace from my divine Son, that those who propagate this devotion to my tears and dolors will be taken directly from this earthly life to eternal happiness, since all their sins will be forgiven. And my Son and I will be their eternal consolation and joy, the burial of our Lord. <coughs> You can see there's a little bit of a relationship between the seven promises and seven uh, sorrows. So, well, without uh, let's let's just um, we'll just <clears throat> contemplate one of the sorrows, and uh, I'm I'm just going to use a method that, uh, that that Saint Ignatius set up. It's very, it, you you can use this method with any meditation that you are thinking of. You want to take a life, some part of the life of our Lord. You can do this every day. It's very good to do meditation. If you do 30 minutes of meditation a day, it will completely change your life. I promise you. Do it for a month. Just try it for a month. 30 minutes a day. Wake up in the morning. Try it like maybe the first thing. And and try like the method we're going to do is we're first going to put into our imagination some sort of point. We're going to ask for some grace. And then we're going to contemplate it. And then at the end we'll make an act of the will, a movement of the will. Uh, of love of God, and then we'll thank, thank our Lord for the graces. Okay? So this, is, this, this can be done with any kind of topic, but this topic, because it's the sorrows of Our Lady, we're going to meditate on the sorrow of Our Lady of the crucifixion. Okay? So, um, so bear with me on this. The first thing we do is we, uh, we, um, we make uh, you know, reverence to Our Lord, and we thank Him for all the graces we ask Him, To give us the grace of a good contemplation, of a good meditation, that our hearts and minds might be moved to love God, we place ourselves in His presence. We ask Our Lady, the Seed of Wisdom, to help and direct our hearts, that we may be uh, be able to understand her sorrows so that we can love her son all the more. And the first thing we'll ask for is a great love for our Lord crucified, and a great love for Our Lady suffering at the foot of the cross. This is the grace that we'll ask for in this meditation. first thing we'll think about then is all the things that are happening, we use our senses to bring them into, into focus. We see three men being crucified. We can imagine ourselves a pilgrim coming into Jerusalem for the solemn Paschal Feast and we are approaching the hill of Calvary. There's a great tumult there. We see Romans. We see the high priest there. High priests never come out for these things. What's going on? We approach and we get closer. We hear what's going on. We see the men who are crucified with our Lord blaspheming. (coughs) We see also some of the high priests even. But the men on the ground blaspheming as well. Va, you who said that you would destroy the temple, save yourself. Come down from the cross and we will believe you. He said he was the son of God. Let's see if he will have him now. We hear From the center cross, nothing. Nothing but prayer. Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Silence. We can smell the blood and the sweat. We can feel the chill coming over us day, the darkness which is enveloping the land, a very eerie sensation, so we use our senses. We look down and we see someone else there, a woman, with a, a young man strengthening her, comforting her, along with the young woman look up and we see that they are close to the cross. For some reason, the Roman soldiers have led this woman and these two, stand near the cross. We see the Roman soldiers gambling, getting themselves drunk, blaspheming as well. So we use our imaginations to see this. We ask again for the grace of comprehending the love of our Lord crucified and the love of Our Lady for the cross. So the first prelude, once we've placed all those in our imagination, let us contemplate the first prelude. Here we are to see the way that men act. Blasphemy they pour out. Hatred and mockery. This is the way they treat their God. Then we turn and we see our Lord. And what is He saying? Words of love words of consolation. In his heart is nothing but love for these men. He loved them to the end. He loved them to the end. He predicted it many times in his lifetime. He desired this with a desire have i desired to eat this pass with you before i suffer he had given them his body and blood that night the night before he loved them to the end they had betrayed him to pilate in the morning and here he is hanging upon the cross, a man of sorrows. We esteemed him not. We had reckoned him among malefactors. He even turns to the One, the One Thief on his side. He previously blasphemed him, but now he turns with compunction of heart. And he says, this man has done no wrong. And then our Lord, with words of consolation and love, not of anger, this day you will be with me in paradise. All of these words, our Lady takes sin in her sorrowful heart. She considers how much malice is placed, poured out on her son. The words that pierce her heart all the more are the words Ah, if he loves him, let him have him. The mockery between the father and the son. Attacking the very intimate love between the Father and the Son. She knew this from the beginning, how much she loved men. And she bears this in her heart. She thinks of all the days that those hands brought her flowers, caressed her face, And there they are, are, immovable, fixed on the cross. His face smeared with blood. He can't even see his own mother because of the sweat and the blood pouring down into his eyes. My son, she says in her heart, my son, what have they done to you? the love she has for these men as well. She heard our Lord say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And all these men are crucifying her son, she forgives them in her heart as well. Son, behold thy mother. At these words, she accepts all of us sinners who have crucified her son as if we were her own, with that maternal heart, still suffering for all the sins that we've committed. sitting upon these things. We make an act of thanksgiving. We thank our Lord for this great grace. For giving us a mother who loves us so much. We ask our lady when we speak to her, Mary, give me the love that you have for your son teach me to better understand how much He loves me. Teach me better to understand the price He paid for my salvation. Ask her son for the grace to better love the mother that He has given to us. Jesus Christ give me a great tender love for your mother it was your last will and testament please help me to fulfill this great gift help me to be grateful turn to saint john St. John, you loved Our Lady. Help me to love Our Lady as well. Give me a tender son's love for the Blessed Virgin. Let me take her into my heart as you took her into your home. good Lord for the graces of this meditation we'll say in our Father and a Hail Mary and then we'll finish with the blessing our Father who art in heaven yeah. hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come yeah. thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread yeah. and forgive us our trespasses Can you pass the food, Father? Can you pass the food? Yeah, oh yeah, we'll pass the food.